0: Live,
1: Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us on this important Monday. We're here in studio. Dan and I are blessed with the presence of Bill Newman. Hello, Bill. Hello, Buzz. Blessed. Okay, let's, see how, let's see how that works out. <laughs>
2: That's the correct word, Buzz. It's
1: a huge day. The marchers were expecting the marchers to come back to the station in Northampton after a long day. You were, uh, you were on the air in the morning And uh, so tell us about the launch of Monty's March.
2: Well, I wasn't here for the launch because, you know, that's a little early for me. But uh, Monty was off and running early this morning down in Hamden County. We had the mayor of Chicopee with us on air when Monty was marching. We had the mayor of East Hampton with us in studio.
1: Mayor's Uh, Monday.
2: It is Mayor's Monday, indeed. We had uh, Jim McGovern, Congressman McGovern, with us for a chat about the among other things, the White House Conference on Hunger and Food Insecurity, which I thought was really interesting, and spoke with Monty, who was busy interviewing people along the way. And uh, all in all, I think that it was a really successful morning show. And you indeed have the same anonymous grant for your show, Buzz. So why don't you tell our listeners and, let's, and we'll bring Two. them up to date on how much money has been raised so far.
1: $2,500 matching grant. It was uh, the case for Bill's shows in the morning, uh, for us in the afternoon, and again tomorrow, um, and uh, for both shows. But that's $2,500 for every dollar. Well, it really works out to even better than that, doesn't it? But it's for every dollar that is donated um, during this next hour. There will be uh, up to $2,500 and an additional dollar donated. It's an unbelievable deal. So, how are we doing, Dan? How are we doing in terms of fundraising for Monty's March so far? Um, I have seen uh, estimates. there's no uh, confirmed figure, but we're in the ballpark of about 200, which is 200,000, which uh, is, is right about you know schedule, uh, one day down. we got tomorrow as well, right? So uh, we
2: have this hour
1: And this hour, a hour. Where people
2: can get an enormous uh, uh, amount. Uh, into the Food Bank for Western Massachusetts for Monty's March. Every dollar you give this hour will become $2. Every dollar. Every dollar counts. And all you have to do is call Buzz, you have the number, or go online. This information from your host, Buzz Eisenberg. The, well, it's unbelievable
3: They're going to be promoter. calling Buzz here?
1: <laughs> Bill Newman <laughs> is an studio. unbelievable <laughs> promoter. It's great. It's 888-323-HOPE. Of course, that's 4673, 888 323 Hope. That's Monty's March. You can go to montysmarch.com. You can go to the Western Mass Food Bank web, web page, and all of which are... montysmarch.com. montysmarch.com. March, and uh, open up your pockets because we're talking about feeding our neighbors. It's such an incredible thing that Monty began how many years ago, Bill? Like
2: the the march is now officially a teenager. Monty's march turned thirteen. They are no longer the march is no longer in its tweens. It's now in the uncomfortable to a range of being an actual teenager. Oh, great! The march is going to become a brat, but that's okay. <laughs> it's going to be
1: dating soon. Other marches. <laughs> Speaking of which, when Bill came into the studio and I was just reading some poetry um, about food insecurity and hunger. And I saw that there was a march. Um, let me see if I can pull it up again. It was from 1849. It was the famine walk on March 31st of 1849. Starving people people in Ireland uh, were um, 400. Walked to Delphi Lodge in search of food, asking people on the way to donate um, so that they could um, survive because they were dying from the famine. That was the first, well, maybe not, probably not the first, but uh, I couldn't help but uh, think about the symmetry. Many of those people ended up coming to the United States looking for a better life. And um, here we are still suffering um, from food insecurity for so many millions of people in this country and tens of thousands here in the valley. Uh, Bill, I believe that for every dollar that's donated, that's four meals. Is that correct? Yes. That's four meals for a buck that you donate. You can, you, at this time of Thanksgiving... But if you're matching, then it's really eight meals, right? Really good point. If you do it in the next hour, and uh, we're matching, the $2,500 matching grant means every dollar will give eight meals during this time.
2: And I think one, one thing to explain to, to listeners who don't understand this is that the food bank makes its purchases... On a scale and for discounts on food that is completely unavailable to others. And there's just have such wise and experienced people making these food purchases. And that is how, by raising the $500,000, which is the goal for this March for today and tomorrow, $500,000, it's the equivalent of 5,500 meals per day for a year. And that is indeed the number of meals that is needed to ameliorate hunger and food insecurity here in our communities. It is a really serious, I mean, I understand there's a stigma. People are not out there saying, I'm hungry. I don't know where my next food meal is coming from. But there are thousands and thousands of our coworkers and neighbors and co parishioners and people we see every day and their kids. And you can solve, you, the listener, can solve this problem you can do a lot you can go to your phone you can go to your computer now and double your gift double your donation to the food bank of western massachusetts at
1: 888 323 4673 that's 323 hope you know when you talk about shame
2: uh,
1: of course, there should be no shame in there
2: should be none there's no there's but no I'll shame but i'll tell you when i but people uh, do
1: this is the role that shame sure. plays in it when I sit down on Thursday to that feast that I'm going to enjoy with my family and my grandchildren, and I think about other people who are food insecure, I will feel shame. I shouldn't have to, and one way to ameliorate that shame is to open up your wallets and be as generous as possible and feed as many people and children and elders as we possibly can by making Monty's March as successful as it has been year after year after year. It's remarkable.
2: Yeah, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I vacillate between my feelings about this march. And one is, of course, enormous pride that Monty has turned this into an institution that raises so much money, that is used so effectively to feed so many people. On the other hand, I feel, isn't it extraordinary that here in Western Massachusetts, a relatively wealthy area in the wealthiest country on earth And we have people, a large segment of our population, we don't often think about those of us who have enough to eat, who are hungry, who are food insecure, who have kids who say, I don't know if I'm going to eat. I don't know if I'm going to have dinner tonight. And I feel outraged. How can that be? How can that be that we have people all throughout our community who are food insecure, who kids don't know, kids have kids who don't know where the next meal is In meals this come. region. In this region. It's outrageous. It's
1: outrageous. And it, it, it's outrageous that, that the distribution of wealth just is so tilted. Poor
2: Elon Musk, he might lose $44 billion this, this year. Uh, yeah, I don't want to root for people to lose forty-four billion. But if someone has to lose forty four billion, <laughs> well Elon Musk might would be my first nominee. Right. Bill, you
1: stay away from my forty-four billion dollars. <laughs> okay, Bill? I just want to say that for the record, you you stay away, Bill. You must not touch my forty four billion dollars. Ooh, you saw what he did there? Yeah. But was, I, I getting back to what you were saying, Bill, Monty um it, we all Salute, and as well we should. Monty's imagination and his commitment to uh, doing something about food insecurity in this region is is so he deserves acknowledgement after acknowledgement. But there are also walkers who are walking with him, people who have committed themselves to helping to do something about this blight on on our community. Something we should be just ashamed of that some people in this community where we live are still hungry children who don't have enough to eat it is i'm shaking my head because it's hard to think of another a better response there are walkers who are raising money there are people like you listener who are just opening up their wallets just enough every during this hour for the first twenty five hundred dollars that's donated there's a twenty five hundred dollar matching grant that means eight meals for every dollar that you donate, for people who are hungry in our community during Thanksgiving, the onset of winter. Please be generous. You just have to pick up that phone and call 888-323-HOPE. That is 4673. 888-323-4673. So who else did you have on this morning, Bill?
2: We had a, a number of marchers, and I must say that I was very, very moved uh, by uh, Nicole LaChapelle, the mayor of East Hampton. Uh, And I I don't want to try to paraphrase, but she told the story of her being a young person with her mother and how they needed food stamps to survive and what that was like and how it felt and how important it was to have this helping hand at a time when they desperately needed the help. And it was really moving because I think we don't really think about the background and the uh, trauma that uh, people who appear to be so successful and are accomplished, uh, such as uh, Mayor LaChapelle, of course, a very successful civil rights lawyer before she ran for mayor, uh, someone who'd worked in education, And just kind of the assumption that life was always good. Well, life wasn't always good. Life was at some points really, really hard. And in fact, it was the kind of contribution to uh, the common good that the, uh, the government made and that individuals made that made her life possible. And I think that's one thing to bear in mind when we talk about people who use the food bank of Western Massachusetts and the food pantries here in Northampton and Amherst and East Hampton and uh, up and down the valley, which is this is not a permanent thing that people are relying on for the most part. These are people who are in need at that time of our help, of your help, because they need a helping hand at that time. And it makes an enormous difference in people's lives, an enormous difference in children's lives as well
1: powerful message a uh, truthful message
2: yeah her story here's my story present
1: message all you have to do is pick up the phone and call 888 323 4673 that's 888 323 hope go to montysmarch.com be generous feel good during the season of celebration we're going to take a break
2: Which would be an excellent time to go and have your contribution doubled. Go to the phone right now. Go to the computer. Do it now. Don't put it off. Don't say I'll do it later. Please, go do it now. You're going to feel so good about what you've done, and what you will do will make such a big difference in people's lives, in adults' lives, in children's lives, in the community's life. Please, go to the phone now. Go to the computer.
1: You know, before we do take that break, I, I just want to point out, last, my, my children are older, and grandchildren are aging as well, but my children the last few years at Christmas, they said, we don't need anything. We're lucky. What we'd rather you do is make a donation in our name, and that's what we've been doing. Actually, you, Bill Newman, I think that your first experience in the law was for the Vera Institute. Uh, my daughter asked, and son-in-law, that we donate to Vera in their name. We gave a generous Give to Vera in their name. It felt so great. Well, look here. People who you love, people who care, people who understand that this is not a political issue, that this is just a human issue. Feed somebody in the name of somebody you love and let them know that you did it. There's nothing that's going to feel better than that. Once more, 888-323-4673. Monty's March. We'll be back right after this.
0: This is the Afternoon Buzz with Buzz Eisenberg, 101.5 WHFT.
2: much hunger and food insecurity is there in Western Massachusetts well we're in the middle of Monty's March for the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts and we'll be giving updates on the amount raised as we speak with Monty and mayors and congressman Jim McGovern and Andrew Morehouse the executive director of the Food Bank of Western Mass please join us Tuesday at 9 o'clock get in on the conversation Bill Newman weekdays
4: at 9 and again at 5 WHMP news information and the arts But what are we drinking in the wine bunker today? Random white wine. All right. Hello, I'm random white guy, and I'm going to be drinking random white wine.
5: Every Friday
6: morning, Monty visits the wine snobs to talk about wine at State Street. The first
2: one here is the uh, Gomez Cruzado from the Haro region of Rioja. And this is a white wine. Now, most people might be familiar with Viora, but this is also blended with 25% Tempranillo Blanco. I always forget that that's even a thing. Don't we all? The first sip almost seems puckering dry but it really rounds out a couple more steps into it, it
4: and it is lush and creamy but it's not so creamy without acid there's like a there is yeah. a little bit of acid yeah, in there when it's, it's too it. creamy i get really bored and yeah. it's like what they call flabby but with the acid it braces it and it makes it really yes yeah, this this i want like <laughs> scallops you mean scallops i don't care i want them i care scallops There sure. we go thank you
3: find your favorite wine and your next favorite wine at state street
7: At American National, what's important to you is important to us. Just like every horse is unique, so is our equine coverage. American National's equine owner's insurance is designed to address the inherent risks involved with owning horses. Flexible enough to provide property and liability coverage for operations of various sizes, yet can be tailored for your specific needs. We're right by your side. For more information, just visit AmericanNational.com. American National Property and Casualty Company and Affiliates, Springfield, Missouri.
3: If you're shopping for toys this holiday season, make sure there isn't an open recall. A recent investigation into 16 recently recalled toys by the U.S. Perg Education Fund found that half of those were still available for sale from online sellers such as Facebook Marketplace. A new survey by Lending Club found 60% of U.S. consumers were living paycheck to paycheck in October, a 4% increase over October 2021. Middle-income consumers saw the steepest increase in that status, jumping 7 percentage points in the past year to 65%. A child's death has prompted the Consumer Product Safety Commission to warn consumers about the risk of entrapment and strangulation presented by inflatable bounce houses with a hoop sold under the name My Little Bouncer Castle. The product is mostly sold online. I'm Mark Huffman. Learn more at ConsumerAffairs.com.
0: This is the Afternoon Buzz with Buzz Eisenberg, 101.5 WHMP. We have
1: a lot of excitement here in the studio. Guess who just came in? Monty himself. Santa
4: Claus! <laughs> oh, it's too <laughs> early for that, too
1: early. <laughs> and Congressman Jim McGovern. Guys, you've been walking. Congressman. Yeah,
8: yeah we have. We've been walking a lot today. Uh, beginning at 7 o'clock uh, in Springfield, and uh, we just got here. Uh, to the radio station, but uh, it's been a beautiful day. We have a group of spirited walkers, and uh, and it really is inspirational. People in this community are coming together to help try to eradicate hunger uh, in the Valley, and uh, I'm just really proud to be part of this group, and uh, we're led by the incredible one and only Monty Balmonte, who uh, I, I it took a
4: while for me to figure out what he was dressed as today, but uh,
1: what was he dressed as? I didn't see him. Well, he's right. Th- uh, oh, is that I think yellow thing? Me. Yeah, yes. yeah. What are you dressed as?
4: Well, the theme this year of the march is making moves, uh, because the food bank is moving from Hatfield to Chicopee, and we're making moves as a nation in regards to hunger with the White House Conference on Hunger, Nutrition, and Health. So when I heard that that was what the theme was going to be, when the food bank and I decided what the theme was going to be, I always, I thought to myself. Who are people that have inspired me that are famous for the moves that they've made and when i was a child on my wall as a kid when i studied martial arts i had a picture of bruce lee so this outfit today is inspired by bruce lee's uh magnum opus that was never finished because he died before it was finished game of death and then if you watch kill bill from quentin tarantino those kung fu movies as well uh uma thurman amherst native Wears a yellow and black jumpsuit as homage to Bruce Lee, and so I wear it
1: as an homage to both of them.
8: I'm glad he told me because I am not I'm sure I would have ever guessed
4: it.
1: But <laughs> I, anyway, uh, but I, now, no, now I it didn't makes look sense. at him and think yeah. martial arts yeah, right. hero well, when I looked at you that. You
4: know, here's the thing there was racial of, di- actually, There was a racial my... divide as to who recognized this outfit or not. When I walked through Chicopee and Springfield, so many people came up to me and just said Bruce Lee right away. So there you go. Ooh. Well, there I. You go.
1: I looked at you and thought Beverly Eisenberg, because she had pajamas that looked just like These <laughs> will
4: become my pajamas if I decide I don't ever need to go to the bathroom in the middle of
1: the night. Uh, it's an incredible day. It's an incredible March, and the number is 888-323-4673. That is 888-323-HOPE, and there's a $2,500 matching grant by an anonymous, very generous donor, so that every dollar that you give right now can feed 8 you can result in eight meals. It's pretty extraordinary. That is amazing, Jim McGovern. You are an important guy. Why do you do this? It's a little misshugen. My people say every <laughs> year you walk forty-five, forty-six miles. Why do you do it? Because this
8: works. Uh, they raise a lot of money, uh, and and as a result of that, they can feed a lot of people in this area. And as you know, hunger is one of my passions. We just had this White House conference on hunger, nutrition, and health that we've been pushing for for a long time. President of the United States, for the first time in my lifetime, has said that ending hunger is a national priority. They came up with a national strategy. Um, and, you know, we all have assignments. And, you know, I always tell people you shouldn't wait around for Congress to act because you'll be waiting forever. I mean, we, we all have something we can do. And this is something we can do in this community. And so, yeah, it's a little gimmicky, um, you know, but I get my steps in. Uh, and, uh, for the year, right, 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 right. but uh, but you know what? It, it's it's a way to raise awareness about hunger in our community and raise funds for the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts. So, you know, um, I, I, we have to end hunger. I'm getting too goddamn old to do this. Uh, but uh, but the bottom line is, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I, I really feel good when it's all over with because, it's over. It, it, well, it's over, uh, Bill. It's, up, it's over. But it's also we've accomplished something. We've raised a lot of funds. To help a lot of people.
1: It really strikes me as somebody who is, you know, a, a progressive, uh, um, like you Bill Newman, like you Monty Balmonte, you know, but we're so polarized politically right now, but this is really something that doesn't necessarily involve a political party or political ideology. This just involves humans not wanting people in their right. neighborhood to be starving. And I don't believe that there are Republicans out
4: there who want their neighbors to starve. I wouldn't think that. They might not believe that the government should have a role in doing it, and if you are that person, you need to step up now at 888-323-4673, 888-323-HOPE, because if it's not the state or federal government that's going to be there to take care of your neighbors, and I know you don't want your neighbors to not have enough to eat, it falls on you to donate to the Food Bank of Western Mass. If you've been listening at all today, I you know from soup kitchen to soup kitchen that we went to, Lorraine's Soup Kitchen in Chicopee said 90% of the food they get comes from the food bank, would not be able to serve Chicopee without it. Kate's Kitchen in Holyoke... Over 75% of the food they get comes from the Food Bank of Western Mass. Northampton Survival Center, I think, is the largest um, recipient of food from the Food Bank of Western Mass in all of the four counties. So if politically you don't think that we should be having these White House conferences to end hunger, then I think you definitely are the person that needs to call right now at 888-323-4673.
1: That that was such a, a great insight, Congressman, for
2: a man dressed like that, <laughs> <laughs> dressed like Bruce Lee, one of the most iconic action heroes of all time. I thought it was a banana walking in here. <laughs> you know, a couple a couple of rough spots. It's got the matching
4: shoes and everything. This is good. This is. Good. I can't wait to wear this in public. People oh, it's talk. the perfect.
1: It's a perfect outfit for radio.
4: Totally. That's why I do it. <laughs> Tomorrow I'll be more recognizable to you, probably, Buzz. I know you're more of a jazz guy.
1: Buzz. So, how? What was the weather like? How? How, is, how do you feel after yeah. walking today? You know, this
8: is the 13th year, and 13 should be bad luck, right? But actually, this was the best weather we've had.
4: I think so. A little bit chilly, but other than that, once you start moving, you didn't uh, yeah. feel it too much. And then
8: tomorrow's going to be even a little bit warmer. So, uh, you know, the weather was fine. And, you know, and, and look, I mean, Monty mentioned some of the stops we made, uh, but uh, it's really gratifying that as we were walking, you know, people are following this. They're beeping their horns. Sometimes they're stopping in the middle of the highway, which is dangerous and handing money uh but uh but the bottom line is you know uh, this is uh you know we do this once a year and um and it makes a difference and so i happy to do it and uh I just recorded an instagram laying on the on the on the uh on the uh on the sidewalk saying, you, you're probably thinking uh, I'm laying on the sidewalk. You're right. I just finished day one. I'm exhausted. But now we have day two, which is even longer. Yeah. But I'll tell you about day two, though. Day two is more scenic. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's actually a, a, a beautiful walk tomorrow. So, any, you know, it's going to be a nice day. Anybody can join us for any part of the walk. You know, you can walk 10 feet. You can walk 10 miles. Whatever you want. Uh, but please, you know, donate. Uh, be as generous as you can. And, uh,
4: and hopefully we'll reach our goal.
1: Money. how do people donate?
4: They can call 888-323-4673. That phone bank will be open for at least the end of this hour, and I think until 6 o'clock tonight. And if you are moved later than that, montysmarch.com, there are dozens of teams and hundreds of individuals in those teams that have either decided to march, march part of it, virtually march, school organizations, elder living facilities, all of whom have started different teams uh, that you could go and support. And it, 100% of the money is going to the exact same place, which is the Food Bank of Western. You
1: Jersey. know, I was saying before the break, we, uh, my wife and I, Marcin and I, donate to a particular team and feel good about that, supporting our friends who actually walk, march with you every year. But um, there's nothing that feels better than getting a note from somebody who loves you saying, I donated money to do something about somebody's hunger in your name. It's just a, yeah. it's a wonderful thing to do, and it feels great for the recipient of that generosity, and it'll feel great for you. The number is 888-323-4673. Um, Money,
4: anything else to add before we break? Follow along tomorrow. Start at 6 a.m. from the congressman's office right around the corner. We'll be landing in Greenfield hopefully by 6 p.m. Hawks and Reed, the finish line feast, will be eating from Cochina Lupita, the El Salvadoran mm. restaurant that's in there, as well as Stone Soup Cafe making some food. They're one of the hundreds of agencies that the food bank works with and provides food for, and they're going to be preparing Food for us, and it'll be. Uh, that's always d- double Edge theater. From Ashfield comes and ushers up. Ushers
1: From the up. best town in Massachusetts. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> now in Congressman by... district. I know.
4: <laughs> you got to make it out there. I've He's been there. I
8: did double edge, and I've been uh, there a couple of times.
4: He went yeah, to the ball. He my house. He was I, trying I, to I, find I, you. I,
8: I, I mean, I meant to. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure we.
2: I'm going to give you the last word to Bill Newman. For those who are thinking at 6 o'clock in the morning tomorrow when they leave Congressman McGovern's office means 6-ish, it actually means 6. Yeah. They are actually leaving at 6. So right. if you want to join, and be, be up and be early and be swift and be generous. Buzz, one more time because here's a break. You can go right now. You can go to the website right now. You can have your contribution doubled right now. Don't put it off. Don't put it off. Do it right now. Again, the number, Buzz, please.
1: It is 888-323-4673, 888-323-HOPE. You can go to moniesmarch.com. My final word is I'm going to be eating a Thanksgiving feast on Thursday. I want to know that I did something to help other people eat this year. It feels better. Amen Amen to that, Buzz. We're going to take a break, and we're going to be back uh, with Megan Zinn. She's got the director of Forbes Library talking to us today, and we'll continue to talk about raising money to deal with food insecurity in our region and beyond right after these messages stay with us
0: this is the afternoon Buzz say? with buzz eisenberg 1015 whft i'm <laughs>
1: just
5: <laughs> trying <laughs> For WHMP News, I'm Jess Tyler. Monty's March is underway. The annual fundraiser for the Food Bank of Western Mass, led by WRSI host Monty Belmonte, kicked off this morning at 7 a.m. The march from Springfield to Greenfield is 43 miles, and dozens of people joined the march, including Congressman Jim McGovern and Food Bank Executive Director Andrew Morehouse. Here's Monty.
4: I have been pushing a shopping cart from Northampton to Greenfield for 13 of these events. However, over the last six or seven years, we've turned it into a two-day event starting in Springfield to Northampton, 17 miles on the first day, and then Northampton to Greenfield on the second day.
5: Last year, the event raised over $500,000, and for every dollar the food bank receives, they're able to provide about four meals to a person in need. After some disagreement, Amherst has decided that cameras will be incorporated into the design for the new elementary school planned for the site of Fort River School. The school committee voted 4-0 to zero to recommend that non-surveillance cameras be used in large public spaces, the interior entrances, and the exterior of the building. Superintendent Michael Morris tells the Gazette he believes fewer cameras are needed in Amherst. He says a balance between privacy, safety, and security feels better with the limited use of cameras. None of the other elementary schools have cameras, but they are in the middle and high schools. And Greenfield no longer has a water ban. The city lifted the mandatory water ban that was put in place on August 10th as the state's drought status has improved. The region is now in a mild drought, downgraded from a Level 3 critical drought. DPW Director Marla Warner is still asking citizens and businesses to conserve water, saying the city's water system continues to recover. For the
4: rest of today, mostly sunny and breezy, 38 to 42. Tonight, mostly clear, overnight lows 22 to
1: 28. And the outlook for Tuesday, mostly sunny, highs in the low to mid 40s. I'm 22 News Storm Team meteorologist Adam Stremko on 101.5 WHMP.
0: To play this game, you've got to be as sharp as a blade, as quick as a one-timer, as tough as plexiglass. Oh, and having a solid dental plan, that's probably a good idea, too. Not Hit the ice all season long right here on the UMass Sports Network. 101.5, 1400, and 1240, WHMP. It happens all over Massachusetts.
7: In every home and every community.
9: Be careful in your bike. Learning can
7: happen anytime, anywhere. Hi
9: guys. We'll see you at practice this weekend.
7: And no matter how learning takes place in your family's life, Desi is there as your partner. The Massachusetts Department of Elementary and Secondary Education. Never stop learning. Find out more at slash
4: back to school. Sponsored by the Massachusetts Department for Elementary and Secondary Education.
0: This is the afternoon buzz with Buzz Eisenberg, 1015 WHMP.
1: And we are back on this Momentous Monday. Ooh. Got a little a little alliteration there. Momentous Monday, because it's Monty's March. A lot of alliteration. And in Megan. Here. And Megan Zinn.
6: <laughs> oh, the Zinn ruins it, but you know.
1: Yeah, I know. Other That's Zinn. You know what? As a buzz. Never underestimate the power of a Z. Yeah, yes,
6: I'm very fond of my Z.
1: I want to get on, uh, move on to your your (laughs) guest, but not until I point out that we still have a $2,500 matching grant for this hour. The first $2,500 that you call in and pledge uh, will be matched, which means that for normally every dollar will buy four meals for people who are food insecure. This means every dollar that you donate will result in eight meals. For children, for elders, for people who shouldn't be hungry but are hungry in our region. So please be generous. And the way to do it is to dial 888-323-4673. That's 888-323-HOPE. Or go to montysmarch.com And please be generous. Thanksgiving's coming. We're all going to be eating well, except those of us who can't. Yeah. This will make Thanksgiving a lot richer. Mm -hmm. and um less shameful yes yes (laughs) megan zinn what do you have in writer's block
6: today we'll talk about food for the soul which is books since the theme of the day is is food i know good segue huh (laughs) um and um, my guest today is lisa downing who is the director of northampton's forbes library one of my favorite places incredible forbes library Ah, wonderful place and beautiful place um Uh, It's a nice living in Northampton to have a library that is um, so well outfitted, but also just such a wonderful, old, beautiful building.
1: Just before you go, um, I just want to point out that thanks to C.W. Mars, a lot of us who live in the outlying area and have, belong to libraries which belong to the C.W. Mars system, we use Forbes and love it. I'm from Ashfield. We have a beautiful little library with a, a wonderful librarian and And a beautiful chair of the library trustees for 22 years. Her name is Marcine Eisenberg.
6: (laughs) And she might be your wife.
1: She is my wife. But anyway, I love Forbes Library. (laughs) Yay.
6: Um, Well, um, and to um, to, just to jump in to questions about, I have so many questions about libraries, but um, um, one thing I want to jump in because this is um, really a hot topic in the world is um, what. What is Forbes doing to diversify their collection mm-hmm. um, and to help readers in the community d- diversify their reading? Since this is something that so many people are fighting around the country, mm-hmm. I know that Forbes is a place that is embracing it. Of course.
9: Yeah, thank you, and thanks for having me on today on such a special day. Um, so we have um, can only purchase what the publishers will publish, of and course. so that working within that paradigm um, and in a in a in a I have to be very frank. It's been very white, white mm-hmm. white people working there, a, feel, a very white cultural uh, experience. It's something that um, we have lots of hurdles to overcome. Mm-hmm. The good news is that publishing is diversifying yes. and it's wonderful to see. Um, I think part of that is that there's so many different ways to publish and get out there. I feel like there's a, just a... A blossoming of smaller publishers, Mm -hmm. different types of review sources. Um, There's so many ways to to know about these great books. Um, and so we have made a pledge to really analyze what's on our shelves now, mm-hmm. what we're purchasing yeah. through doing audits, um, trying to be really analytical um, and data-driven around that, and making a commitment to, to purchase more uh, diversely, to make um, recommendations more diversely, mm-hmm, to choose mm-hmm. more diverse books for book discussions and on di- putting them on display and the authors that we invite in. and. It's a a slow change, but I do see a change.
6: Yeah, Uh, you had a wonderful display when I was picking up a book last week uh, for Native Heritage Month and um, several books actually by favorite authors who I haven't read yet, so it was a nice reminder um, to to see those. Um, Has Forbes... um, dealt with. Have you and how have you dealt with challenges to particular books? I don't imagine it's at the same level um, as as we've seen in other parts mm. of the country. But have you seen challenges to particular books, especially books that address race and sexuality? And, and if so, how, do, how does the library respond to that?
9: Yeah, and this is where I feel like being in the bubble of the valley is. Um, I feel so fortunate. Um, it does protect us um, from some of the, uh, what we're seeing across the country. Although it's not, it is happening here in Massachusetts. I would say the challenges that we've had here in Northampton have actually been community members calling out books in our collection that have outdated yeah. portrayals. <laughs> yeah, that seems um,
6: much more likely.
9: Yes, and they've really. I mean, so if those challenges come in um, for those for those reasons or others, we've had other kinds of challenges too. We really we think about we we take it seriously. We look at um, the content of what the material is. Um, try to um, give it a, a fresh set of eyes. Like each one of these challenges feels very cha- is very challenging. Every time I'm like, you know, this this is really to my core. Yeah. Balancing you know censorship and the mm-hmm. removal of access mm-hmm. versus what are the goals of our collection? Right. What is does this item belong here? And sometimes we decide to take things out, and sometimes we don't.
6: All right, right. And um, my guest today is Lisa Downing, director of Northampton's for- Northampton's Forbes Library. Um, and I'm also going to put in a pitch um, for um, Monty's March because we have a $2,500 matching grant for this hour. Um, and so the, every dollar you donate will go to eight meals. Um, and you can call eight, uh, dial 4673 or Hope. Or go to Montysmarch.com um, and launching back into libraries. Um, what what services does Forbes provide um, that people don't really know so, know about as much? I know there's um, museum passes, mm-hmm. and there's um, you can take out um, you can borrow um, instruments like ukuleles. Mm-hmm. What are some other things that? people tend to not be aware of? I
9: love this question. <laughs> Thank you so much. So um, a big one that we added this past year is hotspots. Oh, So oh, you can borrow um, a hotspot to get wireless access. It connects multiple devices. Um, until we can uh, make um, internet a, a utility that I really yes. think it should be and accessible to everyone, these can provide some great um, access for people. So that, I wanted to call that one yeah. out. I, we have puzzles and games. We, mm-hmm. sort of, we, oh. we had them before the pandemic, mm-hmm. but during the Pandemic, they got they popular. Now, our, our collections, especially our game collection, is really worth looking at. That's wonderful. Think about all those cold nights with families and, oh, and yeah. come out and check Puzzles out. Puzzles
6: is particularly great to get from a library because once you do it, what do you do with right. the puzzle? So right. you just get it from the library. That's uh, perfect. We just
1: did it from our library and for Thanksgiving gatherings, mm-hmm. games. Oh, yeah. Is fantastic. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah
9: absolutely. Uh, home delivery, is which isn't quite on target, I think, with your question, but one I wanted to call out because it's something that we've we, ha- we have had home delivery, but in- during the pandemic, mm-hmm. we said, you know, let's not even, there's no, you don't even have to tell us why you need us to deliver mm. or pick up your items. Just call us. Mm-hmm. We'll do it. So don't please, people should never hesitate to, to use that um, service. We have notaries uh, oh. almost all the time that the library is open. Not all the time, but if you Can call us. Can you check us- them
6: out? Bring them <laughs> along with you. <laughs> I'll take this person home with me.
9: Uh, And your next great read, which is a super, super cool service, it's a web-based form, but you can also call us and and we'll fill it out with you on... Um, online and you tell us a, cu- a couple of books that you've liked and our librarians with their skills will go behind the scenes and select like other titles that you might be interested oh, perfect. in yeah. and then you can say yeah that seems on target or i'd like a little more of this or, and they'll cu- keep customizing it till we get it just right like
1: human netflix yes,
9: yes. exactly yes
6: oh that's very cool yeah. it reminds me of when I, I a very um um, important library moment for me was when I was in, I must have been about 10, and I had read all the Judy Bloom books. Mm. And I had run out, and I kind of very timidly walked up to a librarian and said, You know, I, is there something like Judy Bloom? And she handed me a printed card with um, a list of books um, that perfect. if you've finished reading Judy Bloom, here's the other ones, to, here's the other books to read, which was a perfect thing. Um, so my guest uh, is Lisa Downing um, of Forbes Library in Northampton. Um, and we are going to head into a break. i um, a reminder that Monty's March is going on, and uh, we have a $2,500 matching grant this hour. Um, call 888 323 4673 HOPE, which is HOPE spelled, um, and, or Monty'sMarch.com.
1: Be generous, please. We'll be back right after these messages. Stay with us.
6: This
0: is the Afternoon Buzz, Buzz with Buzz Eisenberg, 101.5 inter- WHMP. Duck hardly get used Ducking the men's room Combing through my hair. When God gave us mirrors He had no idea Looking for a lesson in the periodical. There I spy you listening to the A
9: radio. This week's Shop Tuesday is Pristine Orientals. This Tuesday at 9 a.m., Pristine Orientals releases gift certificates for their rug cleaning service. Pristine Orientals' chemical-free rug cleaning process leaves no odor and no residue. Your rug gets a gentle bath. It's really the only way to treat a rug. And this Tuesday, you save 30%. Pristine Orientals Rug Cleaning, available this Shop Tuesday at 9 a.m. on the Shop 30 Store at whmp.com.
0: When it's happening here in the Valley, we're
1: talking about it. Some of the lowest income districts will actually be able to spend per student close to some of the highest districts, as it should be. You should not be
0: underfunded because you happen to have been born in Holyoke or New New Bedford or Fall River. 1015, 1400, and 1240. We are the Valley. We are WHMP.
7: At American National, we understand the tried-and-true farm and ranch lifestyle, and what's important to you is important to us. You deserve an insurance plan custom-made to meet all the specific needs of your agribusiness operation. American National offers flexible farm and ranch policies with package options to help better protect your livelihood. We're right by your side. For more information and to connect with a local American National agent, just visit AmericanNational.com. American National Property and Casualty Company and Affiliates, Springfield, Missouri.
3: Welcome the arrival of the new year in the heart of historic Old Deerfield at the Friends of Deerfield Jubilee. On New Year's Eve, we're kicking off a year-long celebration of Deerfield's 350th anniversary. Enjoy a gourmet dinner, cash bar, raffles, and music by the Otones of Northampton. Tickets are $100 or $180 for two. For tickets and more information, please visit friendsofdeerfield.org. Thank you to our sponsors, Greenfield Savings Bank, AFI Furnishings, and Ralph's Blacksmith shop
0: This is the Afternoon Buzz with Buzz Eisenberg 101.5 WHMP
1: What a fantastic day it is, Megan, today It's uh, it's just great to be we love libraries.
6: We do love libraries, and anybody who loves books loves libraries, so um, of course we do. Um, so my guest is Lisa Downing, a director of Northampton's Forbes Library. And we were just talking about how um, a library can be a place t- where you can get instruments and a notary, but it's also, um, it's really a community place for truly anybody, where anybody can come. Can you tell us more about um, how the library welcomes all sorts of people in the community?
9: Yeah, absolutely. And and that's like the most special and powerful part about it is that it's open to everyone. There's no uh, requirements for education level, income level, Housing status, anything you know. Everybody's there, and we're all neighbors, and you don't know who you're sitting next to, and it's it's a beautiful thing. And the library is also a great um, uh, provides great, uh, I guess, a sort of a warm exterior in mm-hmm. the in the in the winter months, and it, it provides cooling in the in the summer months. And but it's it's a place that everyone's respected mm-hmm. and. Um, and it's a, it's a beautiful thing. So I, I know we have people there that are um, dealing with housing challenges, um, dealing with um, other struggles. Food and, insecurity. In, including food mm-hmm. insecurity. And so that's I, thank you for having me out today. Uh, food insecurity is an Lisa, issue. Lisa, I just
1: suffered you... That little sheet of paper with some information. Yes. Could you read it? For
9: yes, us? yes, I can. Um, so I will, um, this is a great time to make a plug for this really awesome $2,500 matching grant uh, for this hour. Um, if you contribute $1, it will, uh, for each dollar you contribute, we certainly hope you do more than a dollar, you'll get eight meals um, provided for someone. Uh, to do that, you want to call 888 323 4673. Eight, 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 three, two, three, hope. Or go online at MontesMarch.com. Uh, we do hope you'll do it and be generous on this week of Thanksgiving.
1: Now I could take having a librarian read my messages off my bucket list. <laughs> there you
6: go. There you go. Um well, another thing I want to ask about is a very um, intangible thing that libraries provide, which is ebooks. Mm. And I, I understand just from sort of um, being in the world that there's some issues with the cost of ebooks for libraries and how they get lent um, and Uh, the relationships with the publishers. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
9: Yeah, so... that concept of a library building a collection, which, you know, the librarians take great care to select something and then to mark it up and put it on our shelves in just the proper way and then to loan that out and it comes back. And over time, those books hopefully get lots and lots of use and then we get rid of them because of their condition or they're no longer something that we think we want to offer to our community. Ebooks, all of that, all of those rules are thrown out the okay. window. It's digital content that we ha- that we lease, basically. We never own it. Okay. Um, when what they do for libraries is they provide single use copies so even though it's a digital resource mm-hmm. we can they say generally there's some Specials and promotions, but generally you can let one reader read that book at a time as if it was a physical book. And you can loan that um, digital book out a certain number of times. 28 is the magical number that most of the publishers have settled on. And then after that, you can buy another copy or it will just vanish from your collection. Wow. And um, the pricing on those ebooks is much higher than an individual buying. Ebook would pay. What's the rationale for that? So it's interesting. I, I just actually heard a radio segment, and they were saying that it's really because ebooks are frictionless for library users to borrow. So before publishers sort of relied on the fact that people would have to get into the library and check that book out, and you know keep it out for ah, a certain amount of time ah. and return it. So all of those things created barriers for people wanting to, to access that. But just a simple click, you have access to this. It's it, they they felt that it was um, a dangerous thing, and they wanted yeah, to, to their rein it line. in. So they. Yeah. Yeah. So we you know what do libraries not have a lot of, and that is money. So by pricing the ebooks high and setting these restrictions around them, they limit how what our access how much access we can provide to digital content.
6: Wow. Yeah. That, I'm not I don't I don't like that. <laughs> I'll have to say. Um it's um it's interesting when you you know getting a digital book. I, I, um, I do, I'm one of, uh, maybe a rare person who does e- kind of equally mm. reading digital books and reading paper books. And there's always that, when you have a digital book and the due date's coming up and you like are panicking because the book literally disappears yes. um, from your reader. And I do know people who will, um, if they're getting towards the end and it's getting close, they'll put on they'll put their phones on air or their reader whatever they're using in airplane mode yes. so that the library can't take the <laughs> book back before they're done with it. Yes, which is <laughs> um, uh, fascinating. But the you know, of course the um, the ebooks also allow. Interesting access, because I know at this time where libraries and schools are banning certain books, mm. a backdoor into some of those books is getting um, e-books, because I do know, I believe it's the Brooklyn Public Library yes. will give a free library card to anybody under 18 in the country for mm-hmm. any reason, so you can uh, get books from them, you know, that your school won't necessarily know about, um, which is, um, a, you know, a wonderful use um, of, of those books. Um so, as somebody who's surrounded by books all day, you get to see what's new, and I, I assume you're a big reader. What, um, what have you? Um, what are some, some of your favorite books this year?
9: Yeah, so I was looking back at my reading list, and it's actually um, some newer materials and some um, some that I just hadn't got to the first time around. Um, so I'll just I'll just talk about a couple. One is the Lost Women of Azalea Court by hmm. uh, um, Ellen Mirapole. She's a oh, local, yes, local author. Mm-hmm. The book is set up on Village Hill. Um, I actually got to blurb this book, which is a it was a real joy, um, and it's a, it's a mystery um, about some residents who are living on the former um, grounds of. the the state hospital, yeah. and um, it's, it's all fictional, but I, I feel like she did a great job weaving in um, the, the history mm-hmm. uh, of, of that very uh, troubled institution. Um, I'll talk about one more it's also a mystery is uh, Who is Vera Kelly uh, Mm -hmm. by Rosalie Knecht Uh, she's an ex-CIA spy thriller it's Ah. set in the 60s it's um, she is uh, just a great character and um, mysteries have been my escape go to and Mm -hmm. I just want to put a plug for genre fiction there's you know know, it's people you know I I love genre fiction and there's there's, just enjoy it don't
6: feel guilty about it it's wonderful (laughs) (laughs) as a romance reader I, I I I um, agree very much. Um,
1: As someone who doesn't read fiction or romance, I, I just read, I don't know what I read. I read a lot of it though, but it always has to do with law and government. I Well,
6: that makes sense. It's boring. Eh, not necessarily. Exactly. And then you get to have those interesting people on and talk to them.
1: no. On the no radio. That way, when you read stuff like that, you can realize we have to do something about our neighbors who just, between poverty and hunger, they are in need. Mm-hmm. and I want to thank you so much. Forbes Library is so welcoming to people who sometimes need to get out of the cold, mm-hmm. and there yeah. are patrons there who who um, appreciate so much what you do, and those of us who don't need to get out of the cold but see people like that in libraries, it just warms the cockles in my heart. It's just we're a welcoming community.
6: Yeah, and to go into a library and see people from all aspects of the community and know that it's welcoming to everybody is, is really great. So my guest has been uh, Lisa Downing from Northampton Forbes library. Thank you so much for great. being Thank here you for having me on.
1: Uh, it has been a pleasure. And it's also a pleasure to give to people who are in who are your neighbors and who are food insecure. The number you can do that at is 888-323-4673. That's 888-323-HOPE. Please be generous. We'll be thinking about it this Thanksgiving, how generous we were today and tomorrow. Monty's March continues tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining us today. Lisa, thank you. Oh. Megan, you've done it again.
2: <laughs> Everybody
1: sure. else, talk to you tomorrow.
2: Out the picture box, like my granny hands this is the Afternoon Lord, Buzz with Buzz Eisenberg,
0: 101.5 like WHMP.
2: One and my brains. Getting fat on stories and facts. And it feels like love. All the librarians, they say come follow me. They're looking straight at me. They take me seriously. And all the things that I'd never have have become my new favorites.
9: I show them to my friends at school.
1: The Northampton Community Music Center provides quality, accessible music education to more than a thousand members of the greater Northampton community. Hi, this is Jason Trotta, Executive Director of the Northampton Community Music Center. Our scholarship fund helps those with limited means, access affordable music instruction, and has never turned away a qualifying applicant in its 33 years of existence. To find out how you can help, Please visit our website at ...for Northampton and the
0: Valley since 1950. WHMP Northampton. WHMQ Greenfield. A- Northampton Radio Group Station. A-